Well, here we are. 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 But where are we? (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy you asked. (laughs) No, thank you for uh, getting involved. Today, you, Jess. This is a direct thanks to right. you. Right. You were I, really angry with me yesterday. Have, have I redeemed myself today? I was angry with you yesterday. Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, because apparently I was a little bit of the worst. In what sense? I, I was a piece of shit. In what sense? Like, what did you do? I, I don't know what I did. You just told me that that's what I was doing. Oh, well, no. I tried to help you this morning by getting you out of trouble because right. trouble was a coming your way. Okay. Because one of the managers here was unhappy that you'd left some rubbish on the floor. Okay. That's not the bit I was talking about. But I feel like it's a, this is a safe space. Yeah. I still. Because he doesn't listen. Yes. <laughs> it's very safe. Um, I know why you're getting hated about it because you don't think it's a big deal. I really don't. I think that it may be to others in the building. It's not a communal space. It doesn't matter. It's not a trash room. It. I was asked to do something. You, I did what I was okay, asked. Okay. So what's happened here is I said to Jess, oh, can you go and get a box from the empty office? And you said, yes. I said, oh, it's got some puff packs in it. Like those little, looks like little peanuts. twisties, little puff peanuts. Can you just tip them into the bin? You said, You're, yeah, no worries. You've done that. And 80% of the puffs have gone into the bin and the yeah. rest have just gone on the floor and you've left it. Well, it's not a used office. It doesn't so it matter. Did, it affected literally no one. It affected him in a very aggressive way when you left yesterday and I was just, because I don't have a car at the moment, so sure. I was just hanging around and I was like, oh, there's feelings about this. Mm. Um, so I was trying to help you. It's I don't care. Well, I do care about it, but it's not my fight to fight. I'm trying to uh, help you avoid a fight with the manager. Can I tell you how well I slept last night? Because you didn't care? Yeah. <laughs> so well. So comfortable. Are... Oh, so well rested. You know what I'm going to do? Because you have cleaned it up this morning. Yeah. I'm going to go and tip it back out. <laughs> and then he's going to be You're like, yes, yeah. you didn't know nothing about it. <laughs> I think that this is not a good way to live your life. Right. It's the same with the chocolates in the communal space here. What? When we like have a chocky, we have like a box of chockies on the middle of the table. Yeah. And you open the wrapper, eat your chockey, and put the wrapper back in the box with all the rest of the chocolate well, unopened. Well, fu- that's just fun messing with everyone in the office because they'll be like, oh, there's still Mars bars Do left you know, and there's no Mars bars. Can I tell you something that made me like heave over laugh that mm-hmm. I found out? I think you may, I, they said it, they've only seen it once, but you weren't aware of, either you weren't aware or you didn't think it was a big deal of what you'd done. What I know. So it was like, very similar. You'd had one of those chockies and you yeah. were sitting on the couch. And two people say they witnessed this at the exact same time. I wasn't there, so I Go can't on. vouch for you or vouch against I'll tell you. you. I'll tell you the truth. They said you opened the, the wrapper, yep. ate it, and then stuffed the wrapper down the side of the couch. Wrong. Two people said they've seen it happen. Well, if, if it happened, the wrapper would still be there now, wouldn't it? They lifted up the... Boom. I, I swear on my dog. Boom. I swear on my dog that it was there. For reals? For reals. Maybe I did do it. And we, t- we had a discussion that you might not be aware and we, we have come up with a theory, right? Mm. I know that this is a long-winded point about maybe you not being a clean person, but that's not besides, <laughs> that's besides the point. Someone said that maybe there was a person in your life that followed you around with a vacuum cleaner and a dustpan as a child and just... Oh, yeah, that would have been my grandma. Just everything. Baba Sufka. I'm sorry, we, do we have to beep? I don't speak that language. Do we have to put a magical swear beep in there? <laughs> that's, that's my grandma's name. What is? It? Oh, sorry, that's her name. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were telling me to get stuffed in another language. I was a bit worried. It's Baba. That, that's what I, I thought. Baba Sofka. Yeah, well, Baba Ganoush is also something that I, I don't know. Is that swearing? Have I sworn again? 
Do I have to use the beep? No. Okay, good. Look, this has nothing to do with the show. No. But what a day. Mm. We we may have disrespect, not disrespect, belittled some listeners. Oh, I wasn't a belittling. A listener. A listener. We gave her a great prize. We gave her an opportunity to obtain a prize by doing something a little belittling. Um. Also, I uh, wanted to let the singles out there know that their situation is worse than they thought. <laughs> There's still hope, guys. <laughs> There's no hope. Find yourself the fastest partner you can. It doesn't care if you it doesn't matter if you don't care for them, if you don't mm-hmm. love them or you don't want to be with them. It's gonna cost you less in the long run to be in a relationship, apparently. That's why my partner's with me. <laughs> Tax purposes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning, how you doing? Waking up Central up, Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right now. Huh? It goes like this. Good morning. Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Reef City Motors, they bring you the show. They love bringing you the show because they know that they trust you to go to them if you need a new or used car. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper than going to Brisbane. That's why they care about There's you. There's no point. They're the cheapest in the state. Yes. that's And it's the biggest, big state. Second <laughs> biggest state in this country. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, but look, happy Thursday, wherever you are around central Queensland. Not From what I have done research, you know how there's always like... It's World Pancake Day or it's World Appreciate Desk Day. I just, I was like, I wonder what today is. I never, like, this is the first time I've ever, like, put research in to be like, I wonder what May 23rd is. Wow, you actually did some work today. That's good. Turns out May 23rd is not much. We got anything? Nothing. Nothing. It was just like some some historian's birthday. Oh, well, that's boring. Yeah, but that's all right. Should we make May 23rd Tim and Jess Day? Tim and Jess Day. I mean, put it in your calendar. Only 222 <laughs> days till New Year's, guys. <laughs> That's how we keep track. Well, if it's Tim and Jess Day, that means we're only 222 away. I'm a big fan of Tim and Jess Day as mate. Put that down somewhere. <laughs> Write it down because I'm I'm very keen to celebrate. Hey, you know what today also is? New movie day. So we're going to be doing oh. a table read for your chance to win a double pass to the Gold Room at Gladstone Cinemas. Classic late 90s comedy. Oh, is it 90s? I, I have this on VHS. That's how old this is. That's good. Yeah. Is it Casablanca? No. <laughs> Classic 90s comedy. <laughs> Casablanca. Look, there there is a lot to get through this morning, but we cannot start this show until I get something off my chest. Go on. There has been a sighting of a creature. Oh, in Victoria over the last few days, you hear the myths, you hear the rumours, the stories. For the last 60 years, everybody has been waiting with bated breath. If you say thylacine... Why would I say thylacine when I could say puma? Puma? Puma, not the petrol station. <laughs> the giant cat. A video has emerged in Victoria... And I cannot wait to talk about I'm it. I'm already calling BS. Already. Can't wait to hear this load of crap up next. Tim, Tim, Tim and Jess. Get up with Tim and Jess. I know that, uh, look, a lot of people point fingers in my direction sometimes. They go, Tim, you're too reasonable. Tim, you're too logical. How about you show a bit of emotion? How about you believe in something that may not be? Right. And most times I don't, like say with ghosts, and climate change, I send it away and I go, not today. I won't believe this jargon. But uh, there are many things that 
absolutely exist in this world. We've talked about it multiple times. Aliens, mm-hmm. Bigfoot, forward slash Yowie, <sighs> Thylacine, a.k.a. Okay. the Tasmanian Tiger. It's like you, you're, I'm on board and then you slowly push me off the plank with each extra addition. Well, how low can we go? Because... Uh, you're familiar with the state of Victoria in this country. Sure. She's down south. I uh, was born in Victoria. One, one of the biggest sta- uh, the cities in Victoria is Geelong. Mm-hmm. And near Geelong is a place called Lawn and Otway. So it's a little bit along the coast, eh? Yeah, I've, I went to Lawn uh, for my schoolies. Oh, my God. What a... That's just so special. Okay. Maybe we should talk about that. So what was school is like for you? Do you want to get to your point, <laughs> your craptastic well, point? there has been a sighting, and I've just misquoted myself before, of the Otway Panther. Panther? Panther. I thought you said it was a puma. Yes. I got it wrong. What is the difference between a panther and a puma? Uh, about three letters. But <laughs> the main thing... <laughs> is that the Otway Panther dates back to the early 1960s. Right. And two brothers have seen the big cat Mm. and they have got it on film. Doubt it. The Otway Panther's real. I've sent you a photo and we're going to post it on our social media. Right. CQ. It's big. It's a metre and a half long. I've got audio of two brothers uh, speaking. Oh, this isn't real. Have a listen to this, eh? Yeah, it was just absolutely frightening. Yeah. We were in shock for a little while, you know. Shock. What happened, you know. And only till we, you know, went through the footage did we sort of, wow, we actually saw that and got it on footage. It was amazing. We thought, mate, you know, it was a dog. The first, first thing I saw, oh, it's, a, it's a big dog. And then when my eyes sort of zoomed in, no, that's definitely unmistakably a predatory cat. Definitely. Unmistakably a predatory cat. Right. Why would he lie? What does he have to gain? Yes, he got an interview with Channel 7. <laughs> but besides that, what do him and his brother have to gain? I don't know. I don't know why they've done this, but it can't be real. Big cats are absolutely a thing. So why You is know it just... in Gimpy that big cat sightings are through the roof. They have been for the last 30 years. Right. Why do you refuse to believe in the truth? Why are you so close-minded that there can't be a panther roaming around southern Victoria? I just, I find it funny that it's always this real grainy footage. It's this grainy footage and they, they can't possibly get any closer to it. Mate, if you saw a panther in the wild, would your first thought be, you know what, I'm going to go tickle it under its chin. I'm going to get closer to that deathly animal that absolutely could murder my face. No, I'd probably run away. But this video... Looks, it could be a you kangaroo. Know, it know, actually looks like a kangaroo. You, you know for a stone cold fact that these guys, they're probably about 50 and 60 years old. They've got their Nokia 3310s out. They're doing the best that they can. And I just want everyone to be aware that if you're going out on a bit of a journey, maybe going camping this weekend, mm. just keep an eye out for the big panther. Yeah, oh, I'm shaking in my boots. Get up with <laughs> Tim and Jess. Now, if you've ever been to a physio, uh, you know... The pain they love to inflict on you, right? Like, no one becomes a physio... No, no, no. ...unless they actually enjoy inflicting pain on others. See, this is already a perfect example of you admitting that sometimes life's going to be hard Mm. and you're allowed to complain about it. Because physio's jobs, yes, it's probably an opportunity for pain to be there, but Mm -hmm. without that, nothing's going to happen. 
Sometimes you've got to put yourself through that. Sure. Something I rarely mention on the show is that I uh, tore my ACL. That's uh, really strange. See, I thought you dislocated a finger. <laughs> it's wildly different, but I'm condolences about your knee. Okay. I talk about my knee quite a fair bit. A it's lot. been nearly a year since the initial injury happened, and I'm Feel- still nowhere near where I need to be with it. Uh, to be honest, it feels like it was longer. Really? It feels like we've really, really honed in that it's only been a year is actually quite surprising. I've had a lot of issues with it um, and going to the gym lately has been a little bit of a painful experience. So well, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the physio and see what's up. Yeah. Uh, tearing your ACL is a very common injury. So like a lot of people listening right now, you're probably going, oh, yeah, just the, the, the ackle. I right. on my ackle. <laughs> so... I get to the physio yesterday and my physio, um, Larissa, she's great. She's an awesome chick. And always, like, she, I'll be like, yeah, so my knee's just going, you know, and she'll go, yeah, perfect. Here's what we're going to do. I didn't realise your knee was bushy the skip. Uh, I didn't realise your knee was skippy the bush kangaroo. Oh, no. Jessie's down the well. So yesterday I'm laying on the table and she's massaging my knee and it is, I'm in agony, right? And she can't quite figure out wh- which point is what's what's wrong with it? Because I'm like, well, my ITB's fine, my hamstrings are tight, my butt's tight, everything's You know tight. all of these terms, but you've got to remember that people, some people listening might not know what an ITB is. It's just basically like... I'm, I don't care. We don't care. So, she's... You were in pain. She's standing there and she goes, do you mind if I just bring someone else in to have a look? I was like, sure, no problem, right? She comes in with like a team of people, like... <laughs> Another physio came in, the head of the physio place came in, and everyone was standing around all staring at my knee. And at this point, I started to panic. I was like, God, how bad is my knee? This they is, had to bring a team in to have a look at it. This is almost shot for shot and scene for scene, the music video for 50 Cent's in the club when he's <laughs> in the facility and all of the doctors just can't figure out what's going on. You are 50 Cent. I am 50 Cent. Sorry, 50. I keep doing that wrong. <laughs> So they're all standing around and they're just poking my knee. Just, and I was like, yeah, that hurts. Yep, that for some, hurts. For some oh, reason. Yeah, that hurts. If they were filming this, I feel like it would be inappropriate to watch. <laughs> I don't know why. Just something makes me a bit uneasy about it. And then they grab one part and just nail in onto one section. Yeah. And if you've ever been to a physio, you know that when they find that one bit... Yeah. It is. And they're like, ask me, are you still doing okay? And I'm internally, I'm screaming. Right. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine. Managed to work it out. But it took a team of people to figure out that my butt was tight from sitting too much. Now, I'm no physio, right? <laughs> I feel like a quick call to your boy. Right. Timmy B. But like, why do you reckon this tight? She you... sits all day. Why didn't you tell me? That if I just stood up every once in a while, my butt wouldn't be so tight. Torn ACL or not, I feel like that might be common knowledge. <laughs> Gotten bed sores from sitting down all the time. Come on, mate. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. Uh, the Game of Thrones season finale, series finale, in fact, was Monday, and everyone is still waiting with bated breath to hear about the three spin-offs mm. that will be coming out. Man, no spoilers. And the, the worst thing is, to say what they could be, Spoils. Spoils. So all I can't I'm, even make all the jokes that I've been preparing. All I'm going to say is HBO have confirmed 
that the three of the three spin-offs that they have signed on for from the Game of Thrones universe, none of them will be sequels. So it's not following the finished story that is Game of Thrones. The last events in the final episode that we will not mention. That's a full stop. That's it. Full stop. There is no spin-off, so you won't be seeing any of those characters. All the series, all the... um. You won't be seeing any of those characters in the future. Yes. But I'm assuming there's potential to see them in said past. Two of the three prequels are already in production, with the third about to start filming in June. Okay. Now, they're going to be predating the events of the Game of Thrones uh. series. So, they look, they're very excited about this. Um, and HBO said, look, they were, it was a great series. We love the characters. We don't want to... You know, bleed a, a stone. No, nah, bleed it. Bleed it hard. <laughs> Squeeze, Squeeze that stone. Squeeze the stone. There's two stories that I need to know about mm. what happened to two characters, and I you can't never bring know. it up. Cool. Make thanks. them up in your mind. And I don't read books, so I'm not going to figure out what happening when they release the Game of Thrones book. <laughs> that's all right. I can move on from that. You can check out the full story at exactly what HBO said at hit.com.au, as well as everything else that's trending right now. And it's all thanks to Heron Island. You can escape to Heron Island on the Great Barrier Reef. It's right on your doorstep. Get up with Tim and Jess. I've got some bad news if you're single. Um, it's going to make you feel even worse about being single. S- Central Queensland has a very high single population. Turns out... Being single is more expensive than being in a relationship. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know if it's just like we were just having a chat about it and you, I'm going to say verbally abused me <laughs> because when I was single, I would just, because I was trying to save mm. money so much because the jobs I used to have paid so little yeah. that I would literally uh, eat, radio. I would literally eat one meal a day because it's all yeah. I could afford. And then I started dating someone and they're like, you have to have three meals a day. I was like, who do you think I am? You literally you said think- to me, oh, I didn't have dinner last night because I wasn't hungry. And I was like, get over yourself, I've mate. trained my body to As not require food. hungry. I'm always hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry right now and I just ate breakfast. How was your banana bread? It was good. <laughs> but see, if you were single, that banana bread, apparently, according to your logic, that you would be in the hole now. More expensive. It is more expensive to be single than it is to be in a relationship. So it's not like you're saying if you go through the cash register at the supermarket, they're like, all right, they see a couple come through. Oh, those, that bag of popcorn, that'll be $5. And then a single person comes through, eight. Mm. Give it. Give me your $8. I mean, it's similar. So with, with health insurance, right? Oh, yeah. As a single person, you get charged more because you're a single person. If you're in a relationship, in a couple or in a family you can get a discounted rate. I love my girlfriend. Her name's also Jess. Yeah. And the the day that I found out it was cheaper for us to be on the same healthcare plan, I was like, babe, let's commit. <laughs> let's get done. Uh, it is the same with travel sh- travel insurance. You can get a discount if you're in a couple and you have to pay more if you're a single. This is fantastic. Renting and buying a house. Well, yeah, you're you're s- going to get more money given to you if, you're in a, if you apply for a mortgage. I, I think, and I've done this as well, I think we all at one point in our life have to have a housemate that you don't know has killed someone. Or right. That's, I think that's part of life that we all need to go through because <laughs> then you're single but you've also got a friend that you shouldn't trust. The, most imp- uh, the biggest thing in this study that sure. shocked me, Righto. the dating scene is the most expensive part of being oh. a single. Well, because uh, you go out more. $11.65 billion is spent on dating by Aussies every year. Just each. $11 billion each. <laughs> $11.65 billion. That's a significant amount of money. I mean, just go to a speed dating round like I did. It's cheap and it's free. Not everyone can find a six foot three Indian man <laughs> like you. Not everyone's got the gift of the gab. Actually, so. I found this story last night and I read it to him. I was like, hey. 
you're welcome. <laughs> Look how much money you've saved by dating me. Uh, you know, he disagreed. <laughs> That's not my fight. It's not my fight. It's not my fight. I'm Switzerland here. Get up with Tim and Jess. Got the feeling right now. It goes like this. Good morning. <laughs> it is Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Just quickly, uh, I apologise for laughing in the weather. Because I mean, it was very funny. Now, it, this is a bit of behind-the-scenes action here at the Tim and Jess yeah, show. Uh, Jess and I like to play this really fun game, right? <laughs> where we sound so right cool. before I read the weather, yep. every half an hour, I say, all right, what do you think the temperature in Gracemere today is going to be? And you go, oh, I reckon 19 degrees. Today you said you thought it was going to be 17 in Gracemere. Yeah. It's 19 currently. I, you might as well don't be... Don't I have egg on my face? We might as well be in... You're saying Bahamas. This yeah. is just too far. <laughs> and then I... Because I was laughing at how wrong you were, I started laughing because I couldn't say small chance of showers. Mm. And I said Charles Manza Howard. Yeah. Most uh, ch- showers. <laughs> Most... Most of you will shower today. Technically not wrong. Oh, so, boy. But look, Reef City Motors, they bring us the show. <laughs> they bring us the weather. They bring you every single thing. Yeah, you're Congrats welcome. to them. Reef City Motors just brought you that weather. Yep. So. Hey, look, um, we are going to be playing Alpha Bucks after 8 a.m. Your mm-hmm. chance to win $1,000. You never know. Belinda from Gladstone might call through three days in a row. We've never had that before. Yeah, well, be she, she did great the first day. And then yesterday, awful. just awful. But, um, but room good for, try, Belinda. If I, if she had a job interview with us, I would say, look, thanks for coming. There's opportunity for growth. Mm. Call back in six months. We'll keep your resume on file. Yes, absolutely. But um, look, there is something we need to get to immediately. Mm-hmm. It's new movie day. It is new movie day, and that means the Gladstone Cinemas needs to give away a double pass to the Gold Room. Yes, if you want to be heading along to the Gold Room, all you have to do is listen out for the movie we're reenacting up next and tell us and you could be heading along with those tickets. Tim and Jess, I hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. It's new movie day and that means Gladstone Cinemas helps us out with the table read. Wizard on a recorder. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've been practicing my fingering. But look, the table read is something that we love doing each and every Thursday, reenacting a movie in under one minute. Yes, if you can tell us what movie that is, you can head along to see any movie you like yes. at the Gladstone Cinemas in the Gold Room. We've had a few people guessing already what it could be because we gave away a clue. We said it's a late 90s classic comedy. Mm-hmm. Somebody said Schindler's List. No. That's dark. <laughs> That's dark for us. Too too dark for us. So we are going to reenact this movie, 13, 12, 16. As Jess said, if you know what it is, give us a call because the gold room double passes up for grabs. Are you ready, fellow thespian? What does that mean? It means actor. Oh. Sorry, I didn't work on Neighbours for three years as a background artist. Margot Robbie would have known what that was. (sighs) 13, 12, 16, if you know what this is. Jess... Please take us away. Mm-hmm. I love hockey so much. Oh, but I'm really bad at oh, it. Oh, my aggression is something that's causing issues. My grandma's super cute, but oh no, she's losing her house. Oh, hockey's not paying the bills. How ah. am I going to do this? Oh, look, there's a golf tournament. It's a handless man who wants to help me. I have a really big drive. 
Yes, <laughs> it's pretty big. Oh, but my short game's real yeah, crap. But the thing is, people don't respect me because I am playing this sport, but I'm not playing it within what they consider to be, like, normal. But I keep winning these big checks, and it's helping my grandma a lot. Yes, um, they print the checks big. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep them, because they should be giving me <laughs> real checks afterwards. I'm also a uh, sponsor for um, Subway. Yep, and, um, and this pretty girl that ends up being the mother on Modern Family is there too. Oh! Oh, someone is um, about to buy my grandma's house, so I've got to beat him in I've the golf wi- tournament. I've got to win the big thing. Oh, my God. This uh, guy that does finger guns is the worst. Look, I won. I got a gold jacket. And scene, everybody. Do you know wow. What? That movie is a lot funnier. <laughs> than what we just yeah. portrayed. We've done it again. We have just, done it again. The plot of it isn't that funny. I no, it's serious. His grandmother <laughs> could... Lose a house. But look, 13, 12, 16, if you want a double pass to the Gladstone Cinemas, tell us what movie we were just reenacting. Get up with Tim and Jess. Your turn to do the recorder, buddy. The lung capacity. I mean, no one thought impressive. You had, no one thought they had, you had it in you, if we're being honest. But the table read, thanks to Gladstone Cinemas, uh, there is a double pass to the Gold Room up for grabs. Uh, all you got to do is answer a simple question. What the hell were Tim and Jess just doing? Mm-hmm. And uh, look, it's one of our favourite 90s classic movies yes. that was watched on repeat. It's probably, without giving too much away... It was really the top of the mountain before you started the descent down. Mm-hmm. Who created this movie? <laughs> and that's not unfair to say, I feel. But uh, Kim from Gladstone has called through this morning on 13, 12, 16. Now, Kim, uh, before we get into it, uh, what do you think of today's reenactment in the table read? Brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, thank you, Kim. Would it, does it deserve a Logie, an Oscar, or a Tony? Ooh. Oh, definitely a Logie. Yeah, Logie. Oh, oh, Kim, that's probably, that's probably, probably, the, worst probably one. the worst one. I'll take a bronze, though. But, Kim... <laughs> Um, what movie, and be careful here because a, a double pass to the Gladstone Cinema's Gold Room is up for grabs. What movie were Jess and I just reenacting? I'd have to say Happy Gilmore. She has done it. She has done it. The crowd is going wild. What a great <laughs> movie that is, though. Don't Love you agree? It. Yeah. Love yeah. It. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's a shame that Adam Sandler um, hasn't gotten any better. <laughs> <laughs> it really stopped he's, after the longest yard really in 2005, if we're being real. But <laughs> congratulations. Stay on the phone. You have won uh, two tickets to the Gold Room at Glassy Cinemas. Awesome. Thank you so much. No worries. <laughs> so, gets me every time. We Kim, are the champions. Kim is the champion. Kim is the champion. <laughs> Tim and Jess on NCQ. Thanks. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, Trending now, live from LA with Dean McCarthy, thanks to Heron Island. Brightburn hits our cinemas today. If you haven't seen the trailer for this movie yet, oh, it is not going to give you uh, a very good sleep afterwards. <laughs> uh, Dean McCarthy, our Hollywood entertainment reporter, you sat down with Elizabeth Banks to talk Brightburn. Give us all the details. Okay, so I didn't know what to expect from this film. I didn't know if it was a horror, if it was like a... Um, superhero film. It was kind of like a mashup, and that is essentially what it is. Let me tell you though, I jumped 
so many times in this film. You know when you jump and you've got a big bucket of popcorn, but the popcorn goes everywhere? When the lights came on at the end, I looked like I'd had, like, a, I'd been attacked. Popcorn everywhere. This film was so unsettling, and it's such a different role for Elizabeth Banks. She, of course, you would know her from The Hunger Games yep. and Pitch Perfect, mm-hmm. but it's a really gritty, um, believable and authentic role. She does a phenomenal job. The cast are incredible. I'll let her explain. Because it's a difficult film to explain. It's it's a superhero, super horror film. Check it out. It's a super villain origin story. Yep. That's how I would put it, right? We are creating something very unique with horror, but also somebody who has incredible superpowers. Yeah. Who is born to be a superhero and isn't. <laughs> Absolutely isn't. <laughs> I like the mix-up. I think it's something we haven't seen before. Do you know what? I watched the trailer with yeah, Tim and I, I started off and I was like, oh yeah, this looks really fun and then it just got a whole lot not fun. It's all going fine and afterwards you're like, well, that escalated real quick. <laughs> it's fabulous. Check it out. It's in the cinema. It's in cinemas tonight. Brightburn. I loved it. I think if you <laughs> yeah. want to see something new, then Brightburn is absolutely yeah. the movie for you. So thank you very much for giving us the latest. Mr. Dean and McCarthy, you can check out all the other trending stories on our website, hit.com.au. And trending now is thanks to Heron Island. Stay longer with their new boat schedule. When have lollies ruined your life? Oh, that's a very open question. <laughs> that's what I want to talk about up next because Redskins, Fantails, mm-hmm. Minties. Oh, yeah. They're all delicious. The big three. But, oh, boy, it turns out on our Facebook page, Hit CQ, many people have had their teeth pulled from one of these lollies. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, as an Australian, we've all encountered one big thing. A lot of people say, don't go to Australia, it's too dangerous. Too many spiders, too many snakes. Sharks, Sharks. jellyfish, you name it. They're not talking about the real danger, lollies. Yes, obesity. <laughs> it's tackling no. this country. Redskins, fantails. Oh, thank God, I thought you were talking. Okay, sorry. Yes. Those Minties. Tough, those tough lollies. All those really hard lollies that are delicious, but dangerous. Now, I posted a little meme on our Facebook page at Hit CQ and our Instagram at Hit CQ. Look at you. On the pipe. You know you're Australian when one of these has pulled one of your teeth out. Right. I was overwhelmed with the response, Tim, that we got. Go through a few, hey? Uh, Katie said, I snapped a tooth in half while chewing a red skin once. (laughs) Zoe said, I lost two teeth in one day when I was 10. I popped those bad boys under my pillow. It was a profit. Thank you, Redskins. Yeah, minties do the same. And it's not even just teeth. I remember once in high school, I was probably in year nine, I had like 10 Redskins in a recess. Right. I got an infection. (laughs) Too much sugar straight to the body. Legitimately. I don't know what it was, but I got an infection and they were like, what did you do? What else is in a Redskin other than the sugar? I'm not sure. I think it is literally like the elixir of life inside a Redskin. You gave yourself a proper infection. But lollies, they they can hurt you in many ways, whether it's teeth, if you eat too many, that can knock, that's much sugar is Mm -hmm. is bad for your stomach lining. Tammy said a Jaffa shattered one of her teeth when she was pregnant. <laughs> she had no choice but to pull it because Panadol was definitely not expe- effective honest, now, against an exposed nerve. This might sound harsh, but if you're eating Jaffas, then you probably deserve it. <laughs> Do you know Jaffas are the worst lollies. They really are. <laughs> you might as well just eat dirt. No offence to Jaffas if you're listening. It just got me, it got me thinking. Um, we, we've all had these moments where, mm. like, lollies have absolutely ruined our day. Especially when you're younger and your teeth are starting to fall out and you're swapping over. When did it get super dangerous? 
I want to hear about when Lolly has attacked. <laughs> Attack of the Lollies. It's the forgotten Star Wars movie. <laughs> 13, 12, 16. Give us a call if this has happened to you. Redskins, Fantails, Mintiers. Which Lolly attacked you? Give us a call. 13, 12, 16. Get up with this. Tim and Jess. I'll tell you what a cheap thrill is, Tim. Buying a bag of lollies and having a good feast. Now, I haven't been to a milk bar in a hot minute. Oh, mate. But $1.30 could do some damage back in the day. Mm-hmm. What, what do is you remember t- mates? I haven't had a friend in a <laughs> in a hot minute. But... I've been the lolly mates. No. They were like these little caramel lollies. If anyone remembers them, please hit us up, 13, 12, 16. Ghost drops were my go. Oh, ghost drops were good. Get them for about 10 cents a pop. Living the dream. I asked the other day on Facebook at HitCQ, you can always get involved. Yeah. Um, you're not Australian unless you've had one of these pull your tooth out. Right. Redskins and Fantails. And we were inundated with messages from people who have had damage done, not just to their teeth, yep. but to lots of different parts people of their body. People cracking their teeth, getting stuck. Like mm-hmm. I, someone said that like a Redskin or like a, like a Fantail, it like... They must have had it in their mouth too long and they couldn't open up the right side of their mouth because it had gone solid again. And it makes you worry. It does. But I I wanted to hear on that age of 16. Yeah. When did lollies attack? Christy from, uh, is it Gladstone? Uh, From Rocky. From Rocky. Sorry. How how insulting. (laughs) Christy from Rocky's called through. Christy, when did the lollies attack? Um, I was chewing on a road skin. It popped out my filling. (laughs) Popped out a filling? Are you serious? That's some hard work. How, how did you know it was the filling? Because the bugger pulled it out of the red skin. Oh, my God. You're like, oh, is that it? It's like a kinder surprise. I've got a toy in the centre of this. Oh, it's my toy. So you're not supposed to chew on them. This is the thing with red skins. You're supposed to just, like, suck on it. I know no one can see that, but don't do that hand gesture again, please. I believe that you need to let red skins out in the sun a bit. You need to yeah, let them, yeah, let them heat need, up. Yeah. Need to solve them. If you're pulling it out of the fridge, A, why are you keeping red skins in the fridge? And B... You need to go see a doctor because something's not right. But wow, Christy, I'm sure Christy's gone to see a dentist yeah, at least. Mate, we appreciate your call. <laughs> All right, then, thank you. And Melissa's also called through on 13, 12, 16 from Rocky, listening to 107.9. Melissa, please, when did the lollies attack? I was about seven and a gobstopper nearly ended my life. What? And it got jammed in my throat. <gasps> Hang on, wait. So refresh my memory, Melissa. Gobstoppers are those ones that were like really big balls. It takes and like just, 14 days to get through. You just suck on it, it and it's different layers of lolly? That's the one. But they were massive and I wasn't supposed to have it. And oh. I stole it from my sister and promptly choked. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who those, saved those you, Melissa? Those things are firm. They're firmer my than like dad, a hockey ball. Your dad. My dad had to stick his fingers down my throat and try and... Oh, wow. Mm. I bet you got a talking to. <laughs> I did, and I've never eaten one since, and I've never allowed my kids to eat them. Wow. <laughs> Melissa, how would you feel the opportunity to maybe come into the radio station one day and we, we get through a gobstopper together? We can suck all you like. <laughs> I absolutely heard something I mean, else. Yep, so did I. But uh, regardless, even if I did hear what I think I heard, uh, no thank you, Melissa. But I'm glad that your dad was there to help you out. I feel like we need a gobstopper now for Melissa. Mm. Yeah, probably. Put your gobstoppers out. Thank you very much for your call, Melissa. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too. Now, just Melissa said suck with an S. Suck on a gobstopper. Even I'm not okay with that. And that's like Anyone the most... Anyone else sweating? Sweating. Always. Always.
Get up with Tim and Jess. And look, um, if you're single or even if you're in a relationship, when you are single, sometimes it's hard to find the right person, eh? Yeah. I mean, it's even harder to find the right dating app to use. Uh, absolutely. And since dating apps have become a thing, it's very helpful Tinder, for some people. Bumble, Hinge now. Grin, Grinder. Gr- is, is it? Grinder. <laughs> I feel dumb. Um, That's not, that one's not for you anyway, Timmy. I thought it was about how to uh, sharpen my tools, yeah, grinder. Yeah, no? it's right. Bunnings Warehouse app. Oh, all right, fantastic. But there's a new dating app uh, for a specific group of people, and I find it incredible. Right. right. So there is a dating app called Toffee, just launched in Australia. Toffee. It's kind of spelt like coffee with a T. Sure. Yeah, also the like wor- the Toffees. It is the world's first dating app for people who are privately educated. Ugh. Private school dating app. Okay, I'm already mad. So they've got like this crossover for your preferences, essentially, of like things that you're interested in. I'm going to go around the circle Ugh. of preferences of things to be involved in. So obviously your preferences, living in the city. Right. That's apparently a high preference for someone that's been privately, privately educated. Partying, that's okay. on the circle. Adventure, sport, the country, arts and culture, and politics. Are these things that you can select to put on your profile? Yeah, so you could be like, out of 10, I'm a 7 in politics. Sure. And then it gives you this like crossover graph of the circle Ugh. and then shows you the sweet spot. Be like, all right, well, you need to talk about sport and partying. Here's where you sit on the privilege reel. Yeah, there was a, there's a privilege <laughs> section as well. But the thing is, like, how often can you talk about rugby and horse racing before right. things just get a bit boring? But... I would genuinely be interested to know if people would like to use this. Really? Especially in central Queensland. Is it that big a deal? Like, are people actually out there going, I will only date someone who's privately school educated? I worked with someone, uh, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago that was like, I won't date anyone outside of a private school You're system. kidding. Yeah. You, you went to both private and public school. I failed both. <laughs> There's no difference. I promise you that. Kids, no offence if you're going there, but <laughs> I'd hope it's it's more of a mindset thing mm. that I would like people to be avoiding. But this dating app is, I don't know, how do you prove it? Do you put up your ATAR score or what do I you do? I don't know. What if your ATAR score was real low? Maybe they go, so sorry, you're, even though you officially were private, maybe you're, you're ranked as public. <laughs> I've got an OP8. Oh, well, why are you on this app? I mean, is eight low? I don't know. I don't know, but... <laughs> Whether the you OP to, system is confusing, guys, okay? The private school dating app, Toffee, if you want to get on it, let us know how it goes. Or maybe, like, technically, I know that I'm in a relationship, but I went to a private school. Maybe I should sign up. I wouldn't be welcome. No. I'm, I'm a public school girl. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't really. Are you, are you fully public? Yeah. I never knew. I, I still went to university. This is why we don't date. Okay. Just that. Just this exact reason. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. As well for the Central Highlands today with some light winds. Right now in Barney Point, 20 degrees. Let's go. Trending now. Hits.com.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and Central Queensland. Thanks to Heron Island. Last night about 11pm on the coast of Victoria, right down in that southwest corner, you would have seen a beautiful meteor shower. 
Really? Yeah. I did see a video uh, over a pine forest of a meteorite hocking through. It only lasted for about two or three seconds. It had a bit of a green hue to it, um, a bit of an orange hue towards the end. It looked like a giant fireball if you see these videos on hit.com.au. Quick question. You and I both lived in a place called Mount Gambia in the southern east of South Australia yep. for a few years. We, that's where we met as friends, as radio announcers. Yep. Was it visible from Mount Gambia? You would have been able to see it from Why Mount Gambia Why did we move well. here? <laughs> Why? The aliens have gone there. Apparently, this is quite common. You can actually spot one or two every hour if you try, meteors. If you try real hard look hard enough. Well... We saw a meteorite, I was explaining earlier this week, in the Northern Territory, mm-hmm. in between Alice Springs and Darwin, there was a meteorite It actually that was landed. It did? Yeah. Where? Didn't you say that? No. You said it landed in Northern Territory? I said it was over Northern Territory. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't listening Could to your story. Could have landed in Botswana, for all I know. Anyway, this one was quite spectacular because it lit up so heavily. Everyone thought it was massive. It's only about the size of a marble. Go and watch the video for yourself. It is quite incredible footage at hit.com.au. Sounds like a plan. I'm all... Anything with aliens, sign me up, please. (laughs) You can also check out everything else that's trending right now. Thanks to Heron Island, you can save 30% off with their Heron Island's local-only special. Now, the pop-up polo is coming back to Rockhampton on June the 8th. We spoke to Kimberly Bustee last week about it. Mm -hmm. Would you bloody believe we have some tickets? I told you we would. Up next, your chance to win yourself some tickets to the pop-up polo. You might have to... Do something bad. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. And we've got some very exciting news. Uh, the pop-up polo that happened in Rocky last year yep. is back again for 2019. I got to. Uh, you were away. Yeah, you were away last year for it, so mm-hmm. I got to host it by myself, which was just a blessing. Um, <laughs> Twice the work, but you know what? It was (laughs) worth it in the end. It's a great day out. You can dress up. Polo isn't something you see every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the best Australians riding around on horses playing polo, uh, and it only literally happens once a year, so you really don't want to miss out. It's happening June 8 at Victoria Park. You can Mm -hmm. get tickets from eventopia.co, and it not only is you can you get events to the pop-up polo, but... There is the pop-up polo lounge, Ooh. and that is where our tickets are. By proxy, I accidentally found my way into there last year. <laughs> I was like, whoops, I've got a Was it a yard. bit lardy I was not dressed appropriately. Okay. I was wearing jeans. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I should not have been. But, see, the best thing about pop-up polo is it is the world's largest and most successful polo series, and it's right here in Australia, coming to central Queensland and Rocky on June 8th, as you said. If you want to win your way there... All you have to do right now is give us a call on 13 12 16. Now, stay with us. This is for a bit of fun, right? Right. Pop-up polo is a very fancy event. We can't just give you the tickets. No. You have and to earn them. On 13 12 16, we would love you to call through and do your best posh horse impersonation. Right, because they only use the fanciest of ponies of for the pop-up polos. For example, <clears throat> <clears throat> No. <laughs> like, can you give me a, a regular standard horse? Nay. Exactly. No, That's, thank they you. They sound so bogan not when they're my not used for the More of a... Rara. Rara. Oh. Oh, did so, that horse just sound like he had a bow tie yeah, on? I'm not I think sure. he did. 13, 12, 16. If you don't do it, we will hang up on you. Those tickets That's won't be cash. yours. A double pass to the pop-up polo in Rocky. The pop-up polo lounge, lounge as well. All right, give us a call. 13, 12, 16. Get up with Tim and Jess.
Now, for your chance to win tickets to the very successful pop-up polo that is returning to Rockhampton oh, yeah. this year, all you need to do is nay for us in a very posh fashion. In the when and that song when they go see me whip and then watch me nay nay. We want yeah. to hear your nay nay, <laughs> uh, but in a posh way because pop up polo is mm-hmm. coming to Rockhampton June 8th. We want to send you there. It's a bit of a fancy event. You can dress up. You can watch one of the most incredible sports live in front of your bloody face. It's a Victoria Park. The tickets are can, you can purchase from Eventopia.co. Yep. But you can win them here with us. Amy from Rockhampton has called up on 13, 12, 16, listening to 107.9. Now, Amy, were you a pop-up polo last year? No, I didn't. Oh, I missed out. What a crime. Oh, I mean, it Did is you call just, the police? It's one of the biggest days of the, the Rocky calendar. I, I, you have to be there, Amy. Absolutely. You I'd know, love you, to be there this year. Amy, you're nobody if you're not. Everyone's <laughs> talking about it. Um, and, Amy, I don't know if you just heard what the requirement is for you to win a double pass to the pop-up polo in the very uh, posh, fancy lounge. Do you know what you have to do? I have to neigh like a horse in a posh voice. Right. right. Um, Amy, are you at work right now? <laughs> no. Okay, good. Uh, ridiculous. I, I was going to say stand ridiculous. up on the desk and do it, but <laughs> I would like five to ten seconds of your most posh neighing, please, I want to hear the ball gown. Mm. Sorry, I put, was it a neigh like a horse? Yes, yes. neigh like a horse. Okay, all right. Are you ready? We're ready. <laughs> no. Keep going. <laughs> no. That's... No, I'm about to lose it. <clears throat> no. That's wow. worth it. She's <laughs> done it. Incredible. Wow. <laughs> What a posh horse. Oh, was it, did it go I to Oxford? I really suck at the Alpha Bucks, so it's a nay. <laughs> Amy. Um, I heard the monocle. I really oh, did. Did it go to Oxford University? Yes, I'm curious. That horse did. Amy, stay <laughs> on the... went to Harvard. Yeah, sorry. Harvard. Oh, fancy <laughs> horse. Amy, stay on the phone. We're going to get your details. Congratulations. You are going to be in the VIP lounge for the pop-up polo on June 8th. Thank you. <laughs> More chances to get into that awesome pop-up polo yep. lounge tomorrow morning on the show. It's a little bit degrading, hey? <laughs> but sometimes you've got to do something Nay. you don't want to do to get what you want. And the pop-up polo, in my opinion, is absolutely worth it. More chances. But, hey, we got to get out of here. Isn't that right, bud? Yeah, have a great day, Central Queensland. Believe in yourself. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.